Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Watch out world, Anley White is making a name for herself in the creative small business space. At 11 years old, Anley began Anley White Design, her hand-lettered, hand-painted, and hand-designed apparel and graphics company in her home state of Kentucky. Another Kentucky girl like me. Um, now at 17, Anley isn't afraid to ask for what she wants. She details the importance of planning ahead, thinking ahead, and joining a community that propels you forward. You guys are going to absolutely love her. She is wise beyond her years, and I know will inspire you no matter what your age is to dive headfirst into your own dreams. Here is Anley White. Hello, and welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. Today, I have a treat per usual for you in the form of an incredible woman named Annalie. Thank you for being here, girl. I cannot wait to dive into this conversation with you. Thank you for having me, Allie. I'm so, so excited. Ah, and okay, guys, I'm freaking out. We're starting here. Annalie is in high school. Annalie, you are, <laughs> are you 18 years old or 17? I'm 17. Turn 18. You, oh my gosh, that's insane. <laughs> You're such a boss. And I want to like give the precursor of how I met you and just like how you run your business and how you show up in life and glorify God through it before we dive into anything else. So Annalie is from Kentucky and you know, I get quite a few DMs a day. It's not like I get all these DMs. It's not that, <laughs> but you know, a lot of people will ask me questions. I have, you know, the blessing to receive prayer requests and just different things that have to do with business, with God, etc. So sometimes in busy seasons, I will let my DMs get ahead of me and then it's overwhelming. And so I actually got a message from, and I get messages from clothing companies pretty often, but I got a message from a clothing company and I like didn't even read it. Like it, it was just in my inbox and it was funny because I saw another message come through a little bit later from it. And then I later saw in my general messages, Annalie's name and she reached out and I saw, okay, this girl's from Kentucky. And I linked the fact that she was messaging me 
from her clothing company too. And just the fact that you would not take no for an answer. Like <laughs> you knew what you wanted, girlfriend. It was just so cool to me because I was like, you could ask me to jump off a cliff right now and I would probably do it because I respect a woman who wants it and goes for it, right? So that is why I responded to you, of course. And it was just so cool to watch the way that your process was with your business, how you had everything planned out, how you knew what to ask for. I was so blown away. And then, of course, like chaos ensued. So you guys are going to see all kinds of her shirt designs and everything over time so I can get it out eventually. But it's just so cool because you know your worth, you know your purpose, you know your business, and you do it in excellence. And you're 17 years old. Well, thank you. You're wow. welcome. I ask for a better intro. That was amazing. Thank oh, you. Yeah, you did it, girlfriend. I'm telling the story. That was you in real life. And I, I reached out and was like, will you be on my podcast? Because I want everyone to know that like the decision to go for it and then the follow through that you commit to, that's where the change happens. Honestly, it was such a God thing that you would ask me to be on your podcast because one of my big goals for 2020 was to start getting on interviews and being on podcasts because I personally listened to a bunch of podcasts like all day long when I'm working, that's all I listen to. So I had big plans. I like had my little pitch email written out and it was just one of those things that got pushed to the back burner and it never really happened because I'm still in high school and trying to run my business. So that just wasn't top priority for me. So the fact that you reached out without me having to send all this, you know, fancy formal invitation and email was really such a blessing. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Well, again, you earned it and I see you and I just want to, again, honor you and the work that you do. So let's like get into it. Will you tell us your background, where you're from, what you do, and a little bit about your business? Absolutely. So my name is Anna Lee White. I'm 17. I'm a senior in high school. I was born and raised in a small town outside of Louisville, Kentucky called Shelbyville. I have the most supportive hometown. If I didn't live here, I wouldn't have the business that I do. And I genuinely believe that. I love my home state. I am obsessed with Kentucky. This summer, I went on a Kentucky tour because I love it so much. I love my state. I love my hometown. I am an active competitor in Miss Kentucky's Outstanding Teen, which is the teen division of Miss America, which is a scholarship competition. And I own my own business, Annalie White Designs. I have run Annalie White Designs since I was 11 years old. I started in middle school. So at the time, I was homeschooled. I had a lot of extra time. I'd always been artistic. I'd always had my own little art desk. I was making crafts and paint projects. And over time, I kind of found my special niche with hand lettering. And I started to give it to people at church and give it to my extended family. And of course, they would offer to pay me. And this kind of started to snowball where they were consistently buying things from me and making requests. So I was not afraid to ask for money. I was like, hey, if I can make a buck from this, let's do it. So that's kind of when I started my business. Obviously, I was 11. So it wasn't like the most legit and legal thing ever. But that's really when I started selling my artwork over Instagram. So when I made my first sale to a stranger outside the state of Kentucky, I was like, what is happening? Like, this is insane. Like a stranger found me and they like what I'm doing enough to pay money for it. And it's coming so easily to me. You know, it was so natural for me, but I loved doing it because I loved blessing other people with it. I was slowly starting to make sales 
sales across the nation. And I had places in my hometown reaching out to me, wanting to do custom orders and doing custom projects for the tourism department and other small businesses and logos. And I continued to sell on Instagram. I was reaching thousands of followers. I was then, this is, you know, early high school. I was no longer homeschooled. I was in public school, but I still had the time because I prioritized it to start to introduce new products. I originally just started with, you know, like printer paper and Sharpie marker, just doing little prints of my lettering. And then I decided I wanted to start printing it on t-shirts and on stickers. And as I offered more of a variety of products, I grew in my customer base because I was offering more. So I was having more customers. I started to outgrow my Instagram shop. I realized this in 2019 that my customers were growing. I was growing. I couldn't keep up with this doing DM orders and taking payment on Venmo. That's not really a legitimate way to run a business. And I did want to take it seriously and take it to the next level. So I started making plans for launching a website and taking care of all the legal things I needed to. I had boutiques reaching out to me, asking for my products in their stores. Now I wholesale all across Kentucky to boutiques and gift shops. I do vendor fairs and markets. I also teach classes. I've taught a craft class to elementary age girls for six years, and now I do events for all ages of women. So I do retail. I now do it on my online store, which launched this April. This 2020 in the middle of COVID is when I launched my website, which is so crazy. But that is when I launched my website. That's when I got my LLC. So that is kind of the new start date of my business. I will always say that I started when I was 11 because that is when I started. But Annalie White Designs really blossomed this year. I have been shipping to even more places. I'm getting orders every single day. I'm having consistent seasonal launches. My wholesale has just grown so much this season, especially. And I'm still doing fairs. I have like such a full fall schedule this year. It's crazy. I have a pop-up shop this Saturday and next Saturday and then one two weeks after that and a workshop. So things are just really growing almost faster than I can keep up with, but I'm so grateful for it and I just love what I do. That's insane. Oh my gosh. I'm like so in awe of you. And you know, what's crazy is it's actually not anymore, but I always would explain when I moved to Silicon Valley that, you know, I'm from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, which is how many minutes from you? Like 25? Um, it's like hour 45. Oh, okay. Perfect. And so geography isn't my thing. That being said, <laughs> it was so funny because I would always explain to, you know, these people who like my Harvard advisors and, you know, people at my entrepreneurship program, like I'm from the 49th Forest State, which now we're like 45th Forest State. <laughs> um, and we have, you know, that huge margin. It's not, it's an incredible state. I'm obsessed with Kentucky too, like born, raised, like will always bleed blue, go cats. That being said, <laughs> you know, on one side, it is, you know, extremely beautiful and there's so much generational wealth and it's incredible. And then there's also more of the Eastern Kentucky vibe and a huge disparity yeah. between the opportunity in our state and, and the opportunity for someone being from where we're from and someone who, you know, is born into like the hustle and bustle happening in some of these more lucrative consumer friendly states that are ready yeah. to just produce entrepreneurs because of the experience. And that being said, you have overcome a lot of things probably without even realizing it and being brave and saying yes and starting as an 11 year old. And that takes a lot of like personal permission. So congratulations. And anyone who's listening right now, understand that that really is where it starts giving yourself permission to understand that you're worthy, that you were created to create by a very faithful creator. And I think even, you know, beyond that, like you can do really good things with hard work. You can do holy things with hard work by making money too. So I love everything that you stand for and you do it in such a good way. 
So what is your recipe for success as a 17 year old? Oh gosh. Um, honestly, I would say my recipe for success is having a strong team of people to do it with me. I have gotten a lot of attention and recognition in my hometown for my business because I am so young, but almost any time I get an opportunity to do an interview or an article, I always want to thank and acknowledge my team of people that I have around me. I could not be successful if I didn't have my mom. I could not be successful if I didn't have the people in my hometown, the other small business owners that have given me opportunities and encouraged me, especially this summer. I've had several people locally reach out to me to get coffee and to talk about the future of my business and plans for how to manage it in college. And those are the people that really make me successful. I could do some of this on my own, but especially thinking about some of my pop-up shops and things like that, I could never lift all those boxes or do any of that without my grandparents and my sweet brother-in-law and all of these people that have helped me in my corner. So that's my recipe for success. And if you don't have a team, that's okay. Allie can be your team. I'll be your team. But it definitely starts with having a group of people around you because one person is not going to be able to achieve a lot of success on their own. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. And even, you know, tapping into other places and organizations that can teach you how to tell your story and how to stand in front of people and understand that you are worthy of the mic and you're also worthy of listening and learning from that team and asking for help like the Miss America organization. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's so many leaders in my life that even now are like, you know, oh yeah, I was Miss Tennessee years back. You know, I'm like, that makes sense. You hold yourself in that way and it has nothing to do with the the glamour or the makeup or the fake eyelashes or the gown. <laughs> It has to do with the way that they hold themselves that makes it so evident. And it's really cool because I can see that in you, you know. Well, thank you. I do want to circle back to what you said, though, acknowledging those organizations and those different things that have been a catalyst for me. The Miss America organization has definitely been one of those, especially since it's a statewide networking opportunity. There are so many people I've met solely because of that, that I've had opportunity after opportunity because of. It's been kind of like a domino effect, but also the Governor School for Entrepreneurs. I know I DM'd you this summer. I was at the Governor Scholars Program, but the summer before that in 2019, I was at the Governor School for Entrepreneurs. And that is really where my team started to grow. And I had people, I had professors and other esteemed Kentucky entrepreneurs giving me advice and sitting down with me and taking the time to say, okay, this is exactly what you need to do next. This is what you need to do with the Kentucky Department of Small Business. And this is what you need to do online. And this is how to set up your taxes. Those little things would never have been accomplished without those other organizations and those other team members helping me. Yeah, absolutely. And hearing that that's a thing now, you know, we had GSP. It's so cool because that wasn't available, you know, when I was younger. So to hear that that is a thing, you know, that's available. (laughs) What a blessing. And it's cool because again, women like you who are blazing the trail and using the resources, you are actually the ones who will be the proof that keeps it around and be the person that contributes and comes back and donates time and energy and monetary things like we're what makes that happen. And it's such a blessing to do that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. So how do you stay consistent? You got a lot of stuff to show up for girl. (laughs) This is probably the most difficult aspect of my business is not just consistency with my business, but consistency in life because I'm kind of juggling a lot of plates at once. I am still in high school taking AP and college classes, applying to college, which has added, you know, so much extra to the 
this fall. I'm actually an intern at a Kentucky Life property management company in Lexington while I'm running my business. So I'm an intern and running my business and competing in Miss Kentucky. It's just a lot at once. So honestly, consistency is one of the most difficult things for me, but I've learned, especially in 2020, just to work ahead and to plan ahead. And that sounds kind of, you know, practical, but that is like the most logical thing I can say and find a way to do that. That's best for you. Whether you have a Google calendar, I still use like my little planner. I use an app to organize all of my Instagram posts. So I try to get those prepped ahead of time. If I need friends to show up for me at a pop-up shop and help me, or if I need somebody to help me with something on my website, I try to schedule those things way ahead of time. And that's the only way, honestly, that I've been able to stay alive, balancing all these things and not get, you know, drug under the rug, but planning ahead, thinking ahead. And also what we said earlier, just not being afraid to ask for help. I used to think that it was such a weakness to be like, mom, I really need your help with this. But honestly, it's kind of funny because as you get older, you would think you would get more independent, but I have been able to actually ask for more help as I've gotten older, as I've matured out of that fear. So definitely asking for help because sometimes I can't do it all. So last night, my mom and I watched a rom-com and she helped me with my college application because I can't always do it all. So awesome. And that's, you know, it's humility. It's understanding how to work from rest, right? Like we have to take care of ourselves and take nourish our mind, body, soul. We have to be able to have, it does take a community to build a family, a business, you know, a college resume, anything like that. And, and that is so cool. And you know, one of my favorite lessons I've learned in my entrepreneurial journey came from one of my clients who has had an incredible career. And he's based in Texas with his wife, and they're just such a tag team. And he has sat me down multiple times and said, Ali, the first $1 million you're going to make is not done for the million dollars. That's mm-hmm. not your driver. The driver is to do it so that you become the kind of person who can make a million dollars. Like it comes down to the person showing up and doing that work. The person learning how to work ahead and eliminate perfectionism and procrastination and personal doubt. It's the kind of person that is able to be sanctified through action and understanding and asking that is able to hit that milestone and understand that it's never for the money. It's for the purpose and the impact that then impacts you and your character. And I see that so vividly in your life. I've seen it done over and over in my life and I see it in, you know, the lives of so many high achievers. So just understanding that like you don't need to be afraid to activate and don't put the expectation on yourself to be perfect if you are listening to that give yourself that permission that's what god wants right he wants you to be who he created you to be not to be perfect Absolutely. Well, from there, I want to know what obstacles have you overcome to get where you are? Oh, goodness. Honestly, just time management. Like I said earlier, I come from a super supportive hometown. A lot of my initial opportunities just selling my random little prints came from those people. So location-wise and demographic-wise, I really haven't struggled. I've always had a lot of support and encouragement locally and especially on Instagram as well. So I really haven't had a lot of huge obstacles in my way except time itself trying to decide, you know, I might need to do my homework tonight instead of working on my next launch or trying to spend time with friends instead of working late on a weekend and just trying to balance things and have a healthy, moderate amount of rest and socializing, but also good work at the same time. That's really been the biggest obstacle for me is just finding that right, healthy balance for me. And it is always a balancing act. There's, I feel... (laughs) 
one of my old bosses, Christine Kane, was always telling me that balance is a lie. That, you know, on this side of heaven, that it is always going to be full of prioritizing, of, you know, sacrificing, of choosing, and doing that in a way that can glorify your purpose and what God's created you to do with people in mind, right? And so it's really cool that you can understand that and like do that in life, but also like it it comes with a a big need for grace because we're never going to do it perfectly. Absolutely. Okay, how in all of this, you've learned so many lessons, how has it taught you what courage means? What does courage like mean to you now after building at such a young age? This is a really interesting question. I think because I started so young, it seems like I didn't really need a lot of courage at the time because I was just a young, you know, I was in middle school. Like who wouldn't want to pay a little girl for some of her artwork? Like it was just cute and easy. And I didn't really have to be that brave because it kind of came easy. And I'm just trying to be honest about that. But as I've gotten older, obviously it's not quite as cute that I'm asking for your money all the time. But really I've had to learn to be brave despite what other people might think of me because I am young and I'm not talking about like my older customers, but people my own age. It has been really difficult to be a business owner in high school. And when people, you know, ask you to hang out on a weekend or ask you why you can't go do something with them, having to explain, oh, well, I need to work on my business or I have a deadline. And they just don't really understand that because they kind of think it's a hobby or just don't really understand the need for prioritizing it so much. That has been an area that I've had to be brave and I've had to show courage is to not let their little judgments or their little side comments or their lack of understanding hold me back from keeping on. You know, Um, I think another area that really has required courage is not being afraid of raising my prices and saying no to things that kind of all is grouped in the same area of not being afraid of kind of going against the grain of what might be an easy move for a small business, especially in 2020, as I have legitimized more things, I've had to make a lot more strategic choices for the growth of my business and being able to be brave, having to turn people down or having to ask for more money or to ask for clarification. Those are areas that I have needed courage just as much as those relational things. Yeah, absolutely. And I have gone through a lot of that myself. So it's not easy, but it's good. And understanding too that someone's questioning and and doubt of you often has little to do with you and much more to do with them Mm -hmm. is really key too, right? Someone questioning, oh, you can't, oh, you won't. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's your decision and it's your life. And it's, you know, opportunities and elevation that will speak to that. But learning how to love people in their doubts as they vocalize them, that's a really beautiful thing that comes with all of this too. Absolutely. I love that. Well, how can we support you? Oh, goodness. So many ways. Just keep encouraging me online. If you guys don't follow me already, you can follow me at Annalie White Designs. You can shop all of my designs, my hand-lettered work. I print on a lot more than printer paper and Sharpies now. Um, So you can shop all of my designs on AnnalieWhiteDesigns.com. My personal Instagram is Annalie underscore White. So if you just want to reach out and talk about life or business, or even if you don't make a purchase for me, just give me a follow so we can connect. I will would love it. Oh, you're the best. Thank you for being here. And thank you for blazing such an awesome trail for women in Kentucky, the South and beyond. You are such a visionary and you're just getting started. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Allie. This was so fun. I could talk to you for like another five hours. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we will. Keep going. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you. That was awesome.